Travolting presents The Fraser's Edge. Hosted by Jeff Sweeney and Stuart Elmore. Recapping the auteur's return era and looking to the future. Enjoy the episode. It's the end of the podcast as we know it. It's the yeah, end no, of the, the era as we, as we know it, it. and I feel, feel fine. Fine? Just fine? Just fine. I'm sad to see him go, you know? Oh, I thought yeah. you were like in the prospects of Fraser's career just feeling fine. No, I'm feeling good about his career. Yeah. Um, welcome back, folks. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our episode on Killers of the Flower Moon last week. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, A great we had a movie covering finale. We had a really good time discussing that movie. We we're so glad we got to close out on not uh, the fanatic this time, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the fuck we closed on. I think it was the fanatic, right? Uh, probably. Yeah, it was la- the fanatic, and then we covered. Yeah, last time we closed out on the fanatic. I'm so glad we didn't have to do that. We've again. covered two movies since the yeah. Paradise City and Mobland. Yeah, unfortunate. Die Hard, don't forget about Die Hard. Oh, Die Hard. We can't forget about Die Hard. He yeah. did Die Hard for our sins. Um, <laughs> good one. Um, that was good. But no, this week we're back to recap the um, last little era of Brendan's career, which was only, you know, four movies um, as far so far. Uh, so there's not much in that respect to really talk about. Yeah, you and I had a quite the extensive conversation about this. Yes. Of like, do we call this an era? Or do we call this like a footnote of an upcoming era? And I think we just kind of settled on like it, 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 it's an era because we're not going to do another recap in the future. Um, but we'll talk about what this era could mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to, to recap the what this era is, um, it's No Sudden Move, The Whale. Killers of the Flower Killers Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. Three movies. And also Batgirl, um, which Batgirl. as we know is a very real movie that came out and that we saw. And it was a masterpiece yeah, that we are so sorry you'll never get to best see. Best movie ever. So glad you guys won't get to see it. <laughs> um, so, um, an episode we definitely didn't do just to buy us time to cover Killers of the Flower Moon. But boy, are we glad we yeah, did. Because we didn't do that. That's not what we did. Uh, right. expl- I'm very much saying we did not do that. We did not do that. We did not sweatily come up with the entire plot of a movie for the purposes of buying, buying us, a week. Buying us an extra week. Yeah, We did not do that. No, um, no, not not at all. But uh, no, this was um, Brendan really coming out of the ashes of the Secret of Karma. Yeah, what uh, a great last movie in that era. The, the most insane thing I've ever seen. It's just such a movie that like you have to like see him on screen and then see him see himself on screen yeah. and reflect in the way of what the fuck am, what I, am doing? I doing with my life? Like I am putting on this Pharaoh outfit and this. As Rone. As Rone? Wait, no, it's like... Oh, Animus. Animus. He's Animus. Animus. But he also plays Rone. That's right. But the, And you have to think it's like he had to have been sitting in his trailer, if he even had a trailer. His like bungalow. His which, bungalow. Like right. Putting on this fucking pharaoh costume with the green eyeshadow and being like, how did it come to this? Mm-hmm. But I mean, the sad part about this whole conversation, though, is we know how it got to that. Yes. We know very well how it got to that. We know all the details. And we know the details of the coming back story. Yeah. Um, because after that, you know, No Sudden Move kind of comes out of his, you know, 
resurgence in popularity in the 2020 pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are just rediscovering their his earlier work. I'm so sorry. It's only 10 um, p.m., bro. It is only 10 p.m. I'm a tired boy recently. <laughs> um, but he comes back in no sudden move. Um, at the same time, gets cast in the whale. Yeah, and at the same time, also gets cast in Colors of the Flower Moon. Back kind of gets cast back. in all three of these things at the same time. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, um, they all and they all come out of like that kind of rediscovery of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and as each movie comes out, it does better and better things for him. Like No Sudden Move is kind of a reintroduction to a lot of people being like, "Oh, he's back." Um, what was that? It was the oven turning on. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm multitasking a cooking dinner right now. Okay. <laughs> um, um, and then The Whale wins him an Academy Award. Wins him an Oscar for Best Lead Actor. Yes, he won the Best Leading Actor Oscar for The Whale. Um, and he's he deserved it. Firmly back. He's firmly back. Um, and he deserved the Oscar. He did deserve it. He's, good, he's great in that movie. Yeah. Um, movie. And then in Killers, then Killers of the Fire Moon, having just come out, He's really just re-solidifying, like, okay, Brendan Fraser is going to be in movies again. He's going to be in big movies with big-name directors, and he's just going to, you know, do character actor work. Yeah. And be good at it. He's kind of re- He's discovered his new career trajectory. We didn't even say this on the Killers of the Fire Moon episode. I'm just now thinking about it. But um, it people are going to go to this movie with having known and or seen the whale yes. and his Oscar win. And what I mean by that, it's like, it's one of those things of, it's like the Matt Damon, no sudden move thing yeah. where it's like how Steven Soderbergh just puts actors in his yeah. movies. And it's like, Oh, it's Matt Damon. Like people are going to, people, Damon. right. Well, people are going to go to kills the five and they're going to notice Fraser. Yeah. Not just like, they're gonna be like, Oh shit. It's the whale. Right. It's like, it's the guy who won the Oscar for the whale last yeah. year. Like, just in this little small yeah. role. And I think that's something special to yeah. me. It's like just really a reaffirmation of just, you know, the beginnings of something new for him. Yeah. And that's, um, this is the kind of work I want to see him continuing to do. Mm. Yeah. Um, because regardless of my thoughts on The Whale, I do think he's good in that movie. Thank you. Yeah, um, and, and given that I, I still hold it to be one of the, you know, cinematic yeah. masterpieces of our era. I believe that it it's a story that was told extremely well through mm. not only just how well he delivered his performances, yeah. but just from the knowledge of his upbringing yeah. and growth in the issue. industry. Yeah. Like having all that stuff on coming behind him into that role really kind of solidifies not just for himself, but for us watching him as the audience of like, this guy deserves a comeback. Yes. Like, this guy needs to come back. And he's a comeback king. Yeah. He is a comeback king. And that's what I want to see out of his future now. Is, yeah. um, I, you know, if he gets more meaty roles like The Whale, I hope, obviously, that he takes them, and I'm, I'm sure they're, and I hope they're good. Yeah. Um, But I'm really, would be really happy and content just seeing him c- continue to pop up in things like No Son of Move and Killers of the Flower Moon. I, I, would, I would love to see yeah. the next Chris Nolan movie. Like, Brendan Fraser is in it for, like, three scenes. He's a, the Josh Peck of Oppenheimer, kind of. Yeah, he's just, like, in one of the... He'd be, he'd be so good as one of the guys in Oppenheimer. Oh, my God, yeah. Just, like, one of the guys who's like, the, 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 the uranium in the, the thing! 
Well, I I I want to see him in leading roles. Yeah. Like, and I and I know like it's good that he's taking supporting roles, and I like him in that too. And I don't have a golden ratio, but I was just thinking about it as you were saying it. It's like you know, like two really good supporting roles with big directors, and then one leading man indie. That whether that's it, a great whether it flops, it's an indie, so it goes unnoticed, or whether it's super successful and people are like, see, isn't this guy really good? Like. If he could do another like A24 or yeah. something like that to that level of extent where he's not, I don't want to see him in, I think you and I both agree, we don't want to see him in blockbusters. Yeah. Like if he gets a good role, yeah, sure, he should be in one of these things. But I would, I want, this is the the avenue of work I want to see him exploring right now. People are saying like, bring him back in Mummy 4. I don't want to see him in Mummy 4. Yeah, I, do, I don't really think there's much to gain from doing a Mummy 4. If they announce it, we will, of course, cover it, and I hope it's good. But I there's no too, reason But there's it. no reason. There's no reason for a Mummy 4. I, I don't think that's a role for him now. Yeah. I think we are get... I don't even think we know what role he's in now. Yeah. I know we like certain roles he's in, but I still think we are in, entering in a new era where... He's always wanted to do dramatic work, and he's, he's getting the opportunity to do dramatic work. <sighs> do you think Passion of the Darkly Noon could get remade? This should make... Too too passion, too darkly, too noon. But like on a serious note, do you think that could honestly get a remake? I think that 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 movie is too specific to its director. To okay, um, true, fair, 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 fair. Like who today could remake that movie? I don't know, but no. I but to that point, like I something, uh, passion the darkly noon adjacent would be something I would die yeah. to see him in. I would right love, now. yeah, just like kind of a. Lo, uh, lo-fi horror movie yeah some something more experimental very yeah experimental something to see him because if we've learned about anything about brandon fraser in this time is that he's a guy who takes chances yeah and he leaves his ego at the door yeah and that movie brothers that he has coming up it's a comedy and i i would love to see him do like a good studio comedy again yeah um not is who is it? it who is it hello Well, that's just fantastic. Hi, everybody. Oh, How's hi, it going? John. What's up? Hey, hey, Jeff. Uh, it, it, it's so good to see. How you wow. been? Wow, I was not expecting a character to come by today, but a character. That's an interesting. You're way you're of, you're uh, a character, John. Well, I, I I'll try to take that as a compliment. How how you been, Mister Sweeney? I've been doing great, John. How about you? I've I've been doing okay. Been doing just fine myself, and uh, you know I, I'm a. Uh, I'm working on that Samore. I've heard been hearing you talk about that. You're, I you're working on that Samore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Through yeah. the SAG strike? Are no, you a well, scab, John? <laughs> now, no, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Je- Jeffrey, you you must you must understand. Like when I came out with that music video with uh, uh, w- w- Olivia Newton-John. With Olivia Newton-John. God rest her soul. God rest her soul. We'll miss her to this day. I was not thinking about what the unions wanted and didn't want me to do. Have you seen that music video? I've seen that music video. It was not made by any unions. It was made by the Union of Hell. Um, Well, I I take a little bit of offense to that. I'm I'm sure you do. But Jeff, Um, I wanted to ask you, you know, you've been been talking a lot about... I'm a big fan of your work. Oh, well, thank you. But you've been talking a lot about Mr. Fraser. Yes. I have to say, I I think Brandon Fraser is a fantastic actor. It's just fantastic. I really think he's fantastic. Now, where do you see me in comparison to Mr. Fraser? Where do I see you at, at this stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we're both at well, with our well, careers. Well, John, you talked about both John, of us. You, can, you can't do uh, cash out and cash out two at the same time. Well, I just, I did. <laughs> yeah. 
you got two cash outs coming out. I do, and they're going to be great. You're going to love them. Think, they're going to be fantastic. I, that's Amore uh, seems like something you should be doing right now. I, I kind of think that's in your zone. Well, well you know, Mr. Sweeney, I, th- I, think it's rather, I think it's rather a fallacy to think about the things that we should be doing and rather think about the things we want to be doing. Yeah. And, you know, things that I love doing is I like doing cash out and cash out, too, at the same time. You love, Stuart is just like looking doing, upon you in awe right now. He's dead silent. Yeah, he's been very quiet throughout this whole thing. He's dead silent. He usually is pretty quiet during these character bits, but yeah. I would have figured he would have chimed in a little bit by now. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on that, Stuart? I'm I'm just really upset, you know, that we had a, yet another character actor to come into. Well, Stuart, I, listen, listen, I'll just I'll say this right now. I think as long as you're trapped on this podcast, which let's be real, yeah, let's be real, yeah, you're trapped on this podcast. So, I I think you need to come to grips with yourself. That character actor is just going to be a thing you're going to have to live with for the rest of your life on this podcast. Stuart is having his own Scrooge moment right here. Um, I, but trouble, Mister John. Can't call you John. Yeah, you can call me John, Mister T. John, Mister T. Yeah. Um. You asked. You asked why. Like, how do we compare you with Mr. Fraser? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you compare Mr. Fraser? You know, exploring both of our careers, not at the same time, but in a little bit of parallel. I so, Mr. Travolta, I have to ask you, and Jeff, I invite you to. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, you you just said it yourself, Mr. Travolta, that it's not about the things that we should be doing, but about the things that we want to be doing. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely, absolutely. I I truly believe that. I think that's a fantastic way of think of, of living your life. So then, do you see? Fraser taking the roles as he's taking because he wants to or that he knows it's something that will help benefit this career well I, I simply just don't understand the question you're asking <laughs> I mean I mean like the way he's taking supporting roles do you see that as do you see that as somebody who is doing that because he wants to or doing it because he should well I, I certainly hope he's doing it because he wants to don't you think? Don't you agree? Don't you think he wants to be in a Scorsese movie? I, I want to be in a Scorsese movie. Who doesn't sure want to you be do, John. in a Scorsese movie? I, I would want and, to. And I, and I agree that, too. Jeff, what, what do you think? What were your thoughts? I think Brendan is finally at a stage where he's doing what he wants to do with his career. Which, John, no disrespect. Um, I do not believe... No, no, no. I don't take a disrespect. I don't believe you're, 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 that's where you're at right now. The boys have been very nice to me on this podcast. Yeah, we've been exceedingly nice. You guys um, complimented me on Die Hard. You said it was my best movie I've done for a while. I'm, I, I was a little true. conflicted about that at first, but I think I, I've grown to... I, I've grown to, you know, find that find that quite I, that's enjoyable. A, a true story. I deeply, I deeply still agree with that. Um, you know, that's one of the... Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. Um... I'm not distracting you, are I? I can really leave. You're not distracting me no, at all. No, no, dis- you're not. You're not distracting. Don't go anywhere. Me. No, you're. you're okay, I just really don't. I mean, no. the, the thing, John, is like I, I don't think you're at a stage where you're. I think you're pick. You're doing movies because you have to at this point. Um, you know, you're not getting. I mean, you are coming like a an angel for Christmas and delivering us a new movie in mere weeks. Um, mere weeks. Yeah, The Shepherd. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot you I did that movie movie? too. You for, I'm sure you did forget that you did that. Movie. Do you have some? Are you expecting somebody? Is there someone else, else coming? <laughs> wait, wait, who's Jeff. Who's who's who, who, who's who's coming? Who, uh, hello. Hey guys, it's uh, it, it, it's Brendan Fraser. How's oh it going? Oh my god, he's here. Oh my god. Hi. How's everybody everybody doing? Fantastic. <laughs> oh, hey, John, Mr. Travolta. It's so good to see you. Uh, Brendan, you know, form, former uh, form, This is the sweatiest thing we've ever done. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's just great. The two subjects oh of the show meet, meeting at the same time. 
Yeah. Let's have a discussion, you and me. Yeah, I'd be happy to. John, uh, you know know Jeff, too. I do, I do. You know, I crashed on his couch a few times. I, you know, a crash on his couch feet. Jeff, you haven't offered me a place to stay here before. Well, you don't want to sleep on that couch. It, He's doing you a favor. Okay, I back just, problems are. I I understand that, but but Jeff, like, but come on, man, we're both we're both friends. We're both bros. Yeah, you know, we're we're Brendan. Brendan, we're we're pretty close. Um, have you been keeping in touch with Brendan, Jeff? Yeah, you know. Gmail, it's crazy. Gmail, it's crazy. Brendan, you know our Travolting. Yeah, I know you're Travolting. Yeah, I've been emailing TravoltingPodcast@gmail.com. I've been doing that too. Travolt, you've been doing that too, John. Yeah. Every time I do it, though, I get a virus in my computer. Oh, those viruses! Oh, I, I, I tell you, you know. Um, but anyway, what were your boys uh here talking about? What were you guys discussing? They were, they were talking about you. Yeah, we we're on, to me. We're on a recap episode, Mr. Fraser. Oh, your recap episode. Oh, that's all. It's so great to hear about that. Uh, recap on my my career? Yeah, yeah, yeah your career. And I, and, and I also just think, you know, uh, I think what these two boys have done, you really don't. Yeah, no, I really should say you really don't. I really really want to say please don't interrupt me. What you two boys are doing here as some people might think is pathetic and weird and sweaty sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Someone else coming? No, no, no. No, 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 no. Hey, the motor's running. Get out of here, you two scumbags. John, did you take a cab? Uh, well, I, I, well, I did. Is that but- Craig the cabbie? Oh my God! It is Craig the cabbie. Hey, you two jokers, huh? Brendan, Jack, I'm getting the cab, huh? Uh, uh, Jack, Jack, who's Jack? Uh, my name's John, but okay. Oh, well, boys, I'm so sorry to have to have to let you guys go, but keep talking what you're talking about. Keep doing. Can you guys give me a little sneak peek of what season three is? I'm, I'm so yeah, yeah. We, I also want to know what season three is going to be about. Uh, Jeff, I, I, I won't listen say to the it. end of the episode. I, I won't say it. You guys are gonna have to listen to the end of the episode. When oh, it comes but out. Jeff, that comes out in like a couple weeks. If you could just say it like now, just for us guys, the audience isn't gonna know. You're not gonna spoil it. Yeah, yeah, Mister Sweeney. I'm really, done, Brendan, uh, I'm not done talking about you yet. Uh, oh, that's so nice of you, Jeff. You're such a good, nice person. I, I, I hope every. Stop complimenting him. He's sucking his yeah. dick. Uh, no, no, honestly. And Stuart, you're also a really, really great co-host with him. You know, uh, whatever you guys end up doing in the next season, I really hope, Stuart, that you have an, an extra level of involvement because as much as we all had our laughs and loves about you loathing being on this podcast, I really think you have a really nice seat at the table here of something historical and remarkable and lovable. Well, for, uh, Brandon, that's, that's very nice of you. I, I guess... Okay. I think that's Craig the cab. He's losing his shit on a variety of All different... Right, well, well, Brandon, I guess we should go. You want to hop in just my cab? Uh, yeah, I took a lift here, so I guess I could just hop in your cab. Okay. Well, oh, boys, it's been great. Fantastic. Please continue the episode. We're very happy and lucky and looking forward to season three. You guys thank, have a good rest of your thank day. You, thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank, thank you. you, guys. I appreciate you guys coming Brandon, in. Brandon, you mind back rubs? That was crazy. They both showed up at the same time. The same time. They were trying to get that third season out of me, but I'm not done with Brendan yet. I I I, I was I didn't think you were gonna spoil no, it. No spoil. I was gonna see you know, um, because I do. I'm Stuart, still reeling from that. Yeah, that, that was, was crazy. That was that they were both here. 
Uh, Stuart, before we finish this up, I do want to take a very, I want to zoom out. Just zoom out. Zoom out big time and just talk about the entirety of Brennan's career. And I just want to ask you, like, what is your vibe on this guy after watching, you know, 60 some odd movies of his? Like, what do you feel about him as an actor, him as a performer? Where do you feel, what do you feel about his arc, about where his career started to where it's gone? I feel like Brendan Fraser started in this industry as, I I reckon it very similar to like the American dream. Mm. Like you put in your work, you put in your time, you put in your hours, you work hard enough, you pick yourself up by your bootstraps and you claw your way there and eventually you'll see success. Yeah. And I, I see Brendan's like early career and rise as somebody who doesn't have a mom or dad in the industry, who doesn't have like an uncle producer. Mm-hmm who doesn't have those like quick and easy ends to get him his first like leading role. Like he starts with the background, the one liner, yeah. the TV, um, you know, opening and, and then eventually starting to get some sm- slow, small lead roles, but nothing like super substantial until Encino man. Mm-hmm. But it's through his perseverance and talent that made him transcend into being a lovable figure on yeah. screen for the masses. And so to that point, I'm kind of taking this section by section, like, now that he, as I've seen him, like, erupt more so in his fame, he, from the moment of his, like, career conception until even now, like, I've never seen him have ego in a movie mm-hmm. and take a role that felt like it was an ego, egotistical choice. Yeah. And um, I, I feel like that, I'm so happy that that hasn't, to me, yeah. hasn't changed. Like... That that ha- that part of him he hasn't seems changed. like a guy who genuinely wants to be in movies. And genuinely perform. wants to be in movies, perform, act, take on different roles, and to that point, like you know, he had to go through a period of his time of being such a yes man that it took its own little toll yeah. on him. But I think now he's sort of learned the lessons in the best of both ways, and with not without some very very hefty and very difficult struggles he's had to go yeah. through um still comes out to the other side learning the best lessons you could possibly learn and hopefully will continue to live by mm-hmm. you know we don't know what's going to happen in a few years he could we could walk into a theater tomorrow and see a trailer for ant-man 3 and brendan fraser's the villain in uh, which case ant-man and the lost quantumania has already released um Oh, that is that was Ant Man three. That was Ant Man three. Oh, sorry. Unfortunately, I that, was that movie Ant-Man sucked. Um, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we go into a theater tomorrow, and it's like he he gets sold out. Yeah. I hate to I use that word kind of carefully, but like he literally sells his soul to like yeah. the Marvel, Star Wars, DCEU hell. But I I look at Brennan's career, and you know we talked about at the beginning he wanted to do dramatic work pretty early. Yeah. And kind of all of his attempts to do that, which were your guilty until proven innocence, school ties, um, uh, look it through the thing, Passion of Darkly Noon, um, they were all movies that didn't make much of a register. And just his career kind of got taken in a direction he didn't intend for it to go at the beginning. Um, he, you know, got sucked into comedies, um, action movies, all that stuff, which is not what he wanted his career to be. Um, but he did it. Because yeah. that's what he's good at, and that's what people liked him in. Yeah. And that eventually led to rumination, um, the career collapse. 
and kind of a really dark period um, post Mummy Three. But I and you know as we look at this comeback now, he has he has achieved you know doing the dramatic work that he's always wanted to do. Yeah. And looking at his career, it's like I this per- current era would not have been possible without what came before. Mm-hmm. Like he couldn't be some guy who's doing work in no sort of move, but, um, the way El Coe is the flower moon. If it wasn't for you know Encino Man, the Mummy, all that stuff, if his career had started and he was immediately in dramatic work, um, and very successful at it, like a Matt Damon type or something, mm-hmm. who's a similar peer. His career would have gone in a very different direction. Mm-hmm. Perhaps he had just done dramatic for his entire life. Who knows? But I also kind of don't know if he was ready at that stage for um, this level of dramatic work. I think he had to kind of learn his talents as an actor through the the, the path that he took. Learn his craft, yeah. Yes. Because he's definitely become a much stronger actor since the beginning. Oh, 100%. And that's not to say he was bad at the start. Um, but he has definitely matured into a performer. Uh, mm-hmm. of some level of acclaim at this point. Yeah. And I just really find that kind of, you know, effective that affecting that when you look at the whole scale of his career, he could not be where he is today without what he started with. Yeah. Um, the whole path was leading to him finally achieving what he wanted to do. And like you said, this could change, but for now he seems very much in the pocket of what he wants to do and what we want to see him doing. Yeah. And so, you know, looking back on the whole thing, I hope that this continues in his direction finally. Yeah. Um, and he continues to get to do what he wants to do. And I know we're taking a sample size of two here, but I think it's worth mentioning. I'm kind of glad the two guys walked out because yeah. I didn't want to say this in front yeah. of them. But like, Brendan is truly one of the only actors that we can, I mean, one of the few actors who's truly, truly, truly suffered. Yes went through an ordeal. I'm not talking went about getting, many ordeals. I'm not talking about getting canceled. I'm not talking about a scandal. I'm talking about somebody who went through some really bad shit and is a shining example of somebody who can come out of that on the other side. Yes. And you know, kinda come back into yeah. the spotlight. It's it's a inspirational story, like regardless of you, your thoughts on the movies, it's it I think most people are happy that he's back. Yeah. Um as am I. As am I. Yeah. Like I said, when I, I, I was, we're, we're recording this after our Killers of the Final Moon episode that I just came from the theater yes. scene. And when he appeared on screen. I was excited. In the theater, I vi- verbally said out loud, like, oh my God, it's Brendan Fraser. And like the dude sitting next to me kind of looked at me in a weird way of like, yeah, okay, it's Brendan yeah, Fraser. Cool. Yeah, there like, he is. But I like literally like knowing where he started where he went where he's been and where he was and where he is now mm-hmm. it's such like a i mean if i had to sum up this season of the podcast in like one or one or more words like i would say rewarding yes this has been probably the most re- i mean again sample size of two but of him and travolta this has been the most rewarding like case studies we've gotten to do um and, you know, with Travolta, like, I know my vibe on covering his movies continually now has been more pessimistic, yes. integrating. Like, nothing would make me happier than to, like, a movie come out, get some good press behind it. I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe. And then we go to a theater and it's like, oh, my God, 
Yeah. Like that would be a dream. Yeah. That would be a dream if we could achieve that for, for Travolta too. But if, for now on, like we can just hope that, you know, if Brennan stays in this pocket, that it's a joy whenever we have to go back to him. Yeah. Right. Um, because we will be going back to Brendan and covering all of his future movies as they come out. Yeah. As we do with Travolta through this process. Yeah. And as we continue with this podcast, season three, season yes. four, five, six, however 20, long we're able 30. to go on for, <laughs> um, which is uh no first before i say that um <laughs> Stuart, i do want to ask yeah as we're looking back i think we have to pick our favorite movies favorite least favorite underrated yes i, I mean if we want that we've yeah typically we've always yeah. done that we'll do that I, I can do it right off the bat okay um, um you should go first I want you to go for first. talking purely favorite movie mm-hmm. that we've covered. I think it's actually Killers of the Flower Moon. I think it's my favorite of the movies that we've talked about. Okay, but in terms me, purely of quality, ch- change the question. Change the question. Best favorite favorite Brendan Fraser movie. Favorite Brendan Fraser movie. Um, I think it's the fucking Mummy. I think it's like yeah. I, I think he is just so charming and lovely in that movie. That's a real stars. I mean, he had been in a lot of movies at that point, but that's a real like stars born like movie star performance yeah that i just find really effective all right so brendan fraser favorite the mummy favorite in general kills the fire um the least favorite movie we fucking talked about is hair brain worst movie i've ever seen in my life um that is that is almost yeah. like almost turn me on brendan permanently mm-hmm. uh, that's not true. <laughs> um most underrated movie um something that i wish people would rediscover um i think there's a you know, a decent bit in his 90s run. Yeah. Oh, I've been re-listening to our podcast a lot lately, just mm-hmm. from time to time. Um, and there's a few gems in that period. Absolutely. Yeah, like your um, your movies like With Honors and um, School Ties. Do- I, you know what? Dogfight. I'm going to say fucking Dogfight. No shit. I think that was a really lovely movie that I enjoyed watching. Hmm. Um, that I feel like I never hear people talk about. That's somewhat a little bit of a, out out of pocket. Um, if we're talking purely like, yeah, you should check this movie out. I mean, he's only in one scene of it, one shot essentially. Mm-hmm. I'm in fact most people have seen George of the Jungle, Mummy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, check out Dogfight if you can. It's a it's a charming little um, '90s throwback movie. Is there an underrated Fraser movie? Underrated in terms of his performance. Um, I mean, there's one um, staring at you right in the face, bro. What is it? The Passion. Oh, Passion and Dark Moon, of course. Yeah. He's incredible in that movie. Yeah. yeah I, every, everyone check out, pa- go watch Passion and Dark Moon. America's Dark Moon Fever. Yeah. Um, that 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 should have been my answer for underrated. Yeah. But I'm going to stick with Dogfight. Just okay. 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 If we are discounting um, Killers of the Flower Moon, my favorite movie we've talked about is Gods, Gods and Monsters. Monsters, by the way. Yeah. Um, I do love Gods and Monsters. I watched Frankenstein a few days ago, and I thought about James Will. And that's time. more of a Brendan Fraser movie, but would you still see your favorite Fraser performance as the mummy? Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Ian McKellen's the real like, yeah, yeah, showstopper. Yeah. Right, 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 right. I got you. I got you. I mean, you don't have to guess what my favorite Fraser movie's going to be. Whale. It's the whale. What's your least favorite? Uh, Least favorite? Oh, God. I mean, there's some pretty bad ones in here. Because I was thinking, like, like Pawn Shop Chronicles is... Pawn Shop Chronicles is a kind of abhorrent. It's it's very abhorrent. Nut job's pretty bad, but, I mean, it's an animated movie. Can you really blame it? Uh, 
after you described the meathead classic, I was going to say Secret of Karma, but then you described meathead classic definition to me. Yes. And I was like, okay, that does kind of make sense. The Secret of Karma is a movie that I will watch again in my life. Escape from Planet Earth. Again, I want to stay away from animation because it's like, what can you expect? Yeah. Um, besides like the golden toy stories and shit like that. <laughs> but least favorite, if it's not Pawn Shop Chronicles... It's probably Sinbad Beyond the Veil of Mist. <laughs> Sinbad. That get, movie is it's another animation, lowest but, effort shit I've ever seen in my life. It's another animation, but I think even with the animation, I can still say it's a dog shit movie that should be burned into the fire. Yeah, people um, people should have been arrested for that one. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at other things. I remember a Polly Shore run. <laughs> I do remember the Polly Shore run. The Polly Shore run. Polly cast. Yeah. America has Polly fever. No, but I feel pretty confident in saying least favorite is going to be uh, Sinbad Beyond the Veil of Mist for least favorite. Favorite is the whale. Um, that's my favorite, like, Brendan Fraser um, performance and just probably one of my favorite movies, too. So mm -hmm. I don't think I have to, like, make a double effort for that one. I love The Mummy. Like, I, I it's such a good rewatchable movie. You can go back multiple times. And then underrated, I'm a little bit torn because I want to say passion, of course, but then I also kind of want to say, um, I'm looking forward just so I can say it all right. Um, the Quiet American. I know. It's a good movie. I, That's a good pick. Well, I know that people could hypothetically say, oh, it's not underrated. Michael King got an Oscar nomination for it. But like. For real, how many people have watched that movie? Like, for real, for real. Like, yeah. I mm -hmm. just, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Quiet, 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 quiet American. <laughs> Vietnam sucks. Oh. <laughs> um, but no, I'd say like underrated is between Passion and Quiet American. Two um, good movies. Because Gods and Monsters, I don't think is underrated. I think it's rel yeah, it's it's well rated for the five people who've probably seen that movie right now. Well, there's more than five people. There's a good amount of it has a good amount of audience. Gods and Monsters fever. Yeah, but like the the small numbers Welcome of people who've world. seen it, Gods I bet you ninety eight percent of them love that movie. Whereas Quiet American, I feel like it it has like a pretty small audience that loves it. Yeah, and it deserves a slightly bigger audience. Yeah, in my opinion, I'd watch it again. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like, because I feel like whale is so obvious for me. I'm trying to, but, uh, but I don't want to cop out and just say the mummy. No, you can either. say the whale. Well, but yeah, but I also kind of just want to like be a little fruity with it too. And a like, little fruity a with little it? A little fruity and pick something, you know, that's also another interesting part of his career. Um, uh I mean, I probably again. I, I'd say also be like Inkart, <laughs> Crash. Fuck that movie. Um, no, I'd probably go along the lines of what you said: The Mummy or Gods and Monsters. Um, now and then, underrated. Now, now and then, a movie in which um, Christina Ricci turns up, uh, grows up, Rosie and turns into Rosie O'Donnell, and, yeah. and suddenly has lived in Brooklyn for fifty yeah. years. But now and then, underrated, should be watched by more people, um, and. Uh, People should watch his Harvard, uh, Harvard. What do you call? It's not a trilogy. Du duology. Duology. They should watch his Harvard duologies uh, with honors and uh, school ties. Yes. They should watch those movies back to back 
boarding school boarding school to go to harvard and then the next movie he's on harvard yes they should watch those two movies back to back oh footsie with me i am creep um yeah i i feel good good with those i know i mentioned like seven movies on a three movie question i think but, you i think you got it but i think i got, got it in there yeah well Stuart, i feel like this is uh our farewell to brendan it was a good ride but folks it's a good ride the show's not over um, the right. show will continue on. The ride's not done. Yes, it's not. Um, we're because con- we're, we're going conti- to we're continuing the ride. Yeah, we're going to be easy riders next season. Uh, because that's right, folks. Next season of the show, uh, following up John Travolta and Brendan Fraser, we're going to be diving into the filmic career of the one and only Winona, Winona Ryder. Ryder. Uh, on our show called Easy Riders, um, we're talking about Winona Ryder. That is true. Um, yes, you've start- heard the rumors. That's correct. Uh, starting next week. Um, we're, we're transitioning to Winona Wednesdays from Winona Fraser Fridays. Wednesdays, yes. So starting next Wednesday, uh, November 22nd, I'll be releasing our first episode on the movie Lucas. Lucas. Um, and we'll be tracking Winona's entire career from Lucas all the way through to the recently released Haunted Mansion. And then, uh, seemingly Beetlejuice 2 is coming out roughly around the time we'll be getting to it next year. Um, so yeah, we'll be, uh, Please continue to join us for um, our next season as we talk about Winona Ryder. Of course, be going back to any Travolta or Fraser movies that come out um, through that process. But for the time being, uh, we're talking about Winona, seeing, you know, exploring um, a different um, type of career through industry, looking at it from um, similar ideas that we've talked about on this show. I think what we did, because this is only our second season finale going into another thing because obviously we didn't have one before travolta since that was our first one but if i remember correctly our travolta finale we put in a little bit of context of why fraser and i think it was earning of that for winona because we've now covered two people who've had very um big public collapses um with very big comebacks yeah um twice in travolta's case yeah um and then currently with brendan yeah um with winona she's a very similar trajectory mm-hmm. started out very strong has a big collapse to do some external factors some internal factors um and then something has a comeback through stranger things through television yeah that has not yet quite reflected into a comeback in movies yeah and so that's one of the interesting perspectives that we're coming into this next season with um but in addition it's the concept of what does a comeback and what does, you know, a long career in Hollywood look like when you're a woman? Mm-hmm. Um, which is something we not had to tackle because we covered two white guys. Um, and, yeah. you know, white guys, Indian Harrison Ford is 80 years old and they led an action movie this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I want. That's what we want to delve into. Yeah. Is those ideas. Yeah. Um, which we start next week with Lucas. Uh, we get into that conversation pretty early on. Um, recording a little out of order here, so. And I can already hear the people saying it's like, yeah, she had a comeback in TV, but how's that going to reflect for you guys who don't cover TV? We're not covering it. Well, I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that while we are not going to, we're going to talk about Stranger Things. We are not... going to talk about Stranger Things. Yeah, I. We are going to. I'm going to say this on air, so I force Jeff Sweeney's hand. You ready? Oh, God. We're going to do an episode on Stranger Things, but we're only going to do one. 
and it's just going to be not so much like we're going to binge the whole show. We're not like, I'm not going to put that on Jeff's plate, but I do think stranger things is worthy of a context discussion. We yeah. When we get to that period of time, we will be, it will come up in conversation. Yeah. It'll be an episode. We'll have an episode that's titled stranger things. And what we'll do is like for, I've seen every episode and I will continue to watch every episode because I do love the show. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting Jeff to do the same. Yeah. I do think it's worthy of having an episode just to discover and understand the context of which the show came about. And I think it's worthy of its own episode. I know it's worthy. Of, we'll, I know it's worthy of its own episode. We'll discuss this. I'm not I, making I put any it, I, I put it out there. I said it. It's it's in the ether. I, I'm not making any commitments on air at this time. But we'll We've covered it. Christmas commercials. We've covered in TV our, ads. In our Christmas special. We've covered, our Christmas uh, special. We've covered Capital One ads. We've covered... Uh, thank you uh, folks so much for listening Welcome to the Fraser's Back Edge. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. There was another direction yeah. I want to go with this. Because this is another... Again, we're in a very unique finale here. Yes. Where it's the first... It's one of the very first finales that we're yeah. continuing on with another actor. Uh, who else... Who else do you have in mind? Who else are you thinking, Jeff? In the future? Yeah. We're not saying what season four, five, six are going to be. We're just we're going to. Do you want me? You want me to go on the air with people in the future? Well, I want to shoot the shit with you of who who in your mind is a person you've thought about covering. Not um, not like seriously, but just thought about. Our breaking case of glass. One like, person. The gr- you want me to list one person. One person who you're just a little bit you're dipping the pinky toe in thinking about it. Um, God. Put me on the spot for that. Yeah, I, I am. I really, really am. Yeah, I mean, the ultimate like uh, career collapse comeback story is Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, he's someone who we will inevitably cover one day. Yeah. Um. But I don't um, know if that will be coming up next. But that's something we're inevitably going to cover. Inevitably. Yes. Yeah. I've said this before, but I mentioned this. I called the shot out on like early in the Travolting podcast, but viewing you and you and McGregor, um, I think he has such a very fascinating career mm-hmm. um, where it, he comes in and out of the spotlight. Yeah. You almost forget he's an actor that exists and then Dr. Sleep comes out. Yes. And then you forget he exists and then Obi-Wan Kenobi, the show comes out. You're like, oh yeah, you and Yeah. Like he comes in and out of existence and it's such an interesting thing to talk about but he's so prolific too is the other thing as well this yes. is this is just shooting the shit and we're not talking about this mm. seriously but like we joked about willem defoe the willem defriend willem defriend and we even i looked into doing willem defriend and that would be like over a hundred movies yes he's it would be so an insane run. prolific but one thing that i do we should do the um the eric roberts show Oh no, no! It's like seven hundred. That is not an arc. <laughs> he has one okay movie, The Dark Knight. <laughs> no, he's in a lot of good stuff in the eighties, and okay. then he's done two million direct-to-video movies every year. Yeah, but one thing I want to litigate with you, Jeff, is because I've been asked this a lot. Robin yeah. Williams. We should talk about this off-air. You are sweating. No, we should talk about this stuff off-air. You're sweating. I don't want to make false promises to people. No, I'm not. I'm not making any promises. I'm not making any promises. We, we just promised people Winona Ryder, and now we're talking about other people. I know. I know. I'm just yeah. saying. I I think we should litigate this off air. Okay. Um. But uh, we hope you folks enjoyed the Fraser's Edge. 
And we hope you'll continue to enjoy Easy Riders as we delve into Winona Rider coming up. Um, so do you have anything final to say to Brendan? <sighs> final to say to Brendan. Or just about Brendan. No, yeah. Um, Any final thoughts for the final thought? Just thank you for being a worthy person to talk about. Yeah, I would say the same. It was a it was a pleasure delving through this filmography, and uh, it'll be a pleasure to continue to delve through it. Yeah. Um. In the meantime, folks, next week, Lucas. Next Wednesday, Winona Wednesdays. So excited! They're coming up. Um. Please, um, continue to check out the show. Um. We'll be sticking right here wherever you're listening, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or YouTube. We're sticking with all the same places on social media, Twitter, Instagram, threads, Blue Sky, at Travolting Pod. We're still on Reddit, r slash Travolting. We're still at TravoltingPodcast at gmail.com. I'm still on Twitter for as long as it exists, at Jeff W. Sweeney. I'm still on Instagram at Stuart number 95. And Rebecca Johnson, still special thanks for our graphic design, and Michael Van Bodegum-Smith, special thanks for the Fraser's Edge theme, which is now guiding you out. And next week, you'll be hearing a little something new. Uh, that Michael's been cooking up for us. Thank you, folks, for a great week. Uh, Tune in next week, and thanks for sticking with the show.